Ali jinks past his man, gives it to Ericsson, 25 yards from goal, it goes onto his left foot, now he's right, just outside the D, plays a lovely ball for Sun, who oh, can't control fun. it, oh, he's kept it in play, has he, yes he has, can he turn it back into the mix, still Sun going, scores, oh, Jumin Sun has scored for Tottenham, he kept the ball alive, and then turned and drilled it under Edison, Tottenham lead in the quarterfinals of the Champions League, and the new White Hart Lane erupts. Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello everybody and welcome to the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam and I'm joined by a slightly hoarse from screaming and cheering his head off all night. Matt, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, mate. I'm just. I need to somehow get off cloud nine. I think at the moment. <laughs> did um did that audio clip at the start of the podcast help? Oh, mate, it's just oh, hearing that noise because the thing is, we, like, I mean, I, I I tell you, I, I got a ticket in the end, and I, I was in the south yep. stand, and uh, yep. I was holding up my white carrier bag to, to spell to dare yep. to do. But when when you're in the moment, you know, when when you when when Spurs score a goal and you, you're going mad, and obviously you. Yep. you you just hug everybody, people you've yeah. known known for for seventy <laughs> minutes, who are now your just best friends. Yeah. But to hit to hear it like on an audio, like to hear the the, the noise, it's insane. Yeah, it, was in, it was insane. I, the whole, I mean, this is the first time we've broke sixty thousand, you know, and I think it's going to creep up to the full capacity now with every game. You know, they're learning more about the stadium and opening new areas. Um, so it was about a thousand people more than than the first game, but I, the one thing I, I watched it on TV, watched it on BT Sport, and the one thing constantly that just kept hitting me was the noise. Yeah. I mean, one, it's so great to be home. Uh, you know, just having our own stadium again. Uh, you know, Frankie Wembley, you served this well, but it, it become just so crap. <laughs> it it become it become almost toxic in the end, didn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. it was just difficult, and you know, so much stuff, and people really weren't enjoying going there. Mm. And then you watched that last night, so I know you were there. So we're going to talk about your experience, but just watching it on TV. So the Champions League music hits. Yeah. And the sort of realisation, you know, because we're playing Man City, and I think I've said it before, when you're playing in Europe, you kind of want to be playing a European team. You know? yeah, and course. that's, uh, you know, Man City are probably one of the biggest sides in Europe, but just because we're in the same league, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it'd be much, yeah. you know, that last night to me would have been stratosphere. If we'd done that at Barcelona, you know, I'd have been beyond. <laughs> but but the fact is, we so the Champions League music hits, and the kind of reality hits me, it's like, this is the quarterfinal of the Champions League. I grew up watching the Champions League on ITV, watching basically Man United every season, um, you know, or the, maybe even the scum sometimes. But it was never us. You know, we were never on ITV Champions League football. And here we are, quarterfinals. And it just it just absolutely hit me. And we're in this stadium. The thing that when Enoch first bought the club, discussions of that started straight away. You know, like 2001, 2002. We've been talking about it that long. And then I'm watching it, and just the noise being generated felt like home, felt like water lane. And then to see that, you know, that whole safe stand hold up those carrier bags, 
I mean, mate, that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, you've obviously seen all the pictures. I think I actually sent you one while you were there. Because, of course, another thing about our new stadium, you actually have Wi-Fi signal. Oh, yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a nice luxury, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, so I actually sent you a picture, I think, while you were there, just so you could see it. Because, obviously, being in the South Stand, you were holding it up, not seeing it. It yeah. was just... Mate, I, I can't describe the feeling of just absolute... I don't know, just pride and just... It's like we're finally there, we're finally home. And that feeling's amazing, but more than that, it just gave me this massive lift seeing it. Just and hearing the noise was unbelievable. Constantly from from the songs at the start to every time we got on the ball going forward, the, the noise, the cheers. I mean, there there were two massive noises in that game. Um, obviously the goal, but Hugo Lloris's penalty save. I mean, I honestly thought they were going to blow the speakers out on, you know, BT Sport. <laughs> it was incredible. It was like the whole stadium was like, oh, I can't believe it. Bloody VAR. I can't believe we're going to go 1 0 down. And then he saved it and it just like, whoomph. This noise was unbelievable. Um, yeah, man. So watching it on TV, seeing it like that, I, I was just blown away. So you were actually there you were actually there in the south stand how how was it how how are you feeling <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know i just like i got to stop getting emotional thinking about it because it's it was just such an incredible night i mean i i, I you know i wasn't going to go to the game i mean i i um I, they offer you when you're a season ticket holder yeah. they offer you your seat well, and yeah, I, we talked I, about it last week yeah yeah i i thought that um I, I presume that with cup games, they get a bigger allocation. I know it's something you probably you know more about than me, but they seem to just have what the, the, a Premier League allocation. So, like I, I sit in the north, I sit just one uh, tier above that. So I was I was under the impression that cup games bigger allocation, and then my 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 seat would get taken by an away fan, and then I'd get offered, um, a, a, you know, like a seat elsewhere. Yeah. But as it transpired, they offered, my, offered me my seat, and it was like seventy pounds. And I was thinking, it's a lot of money. Uh, no, I'll give it a miss. And then, I think what you were saying about us being in the quarterfinals of the Champions yeah. League, it kind of hit me. And then, so I went on. I thought I'm going to get a ticket. I went on, went online, and dead gone. I complete the game, completely sold out. And yeah. I was really disappointed. And <laughs> I was thinking, why didn't I just buy a ticket? I should have just bought one. I had the opportunity. So anyway. Fast forward to yesterday at four o'clock in the evening, in the afternoon, and one of my friends messaged me and he says, "Get on the website quick. There's they're selling tickets." And I was, so I went on there, and there were literally twenty, about twenty individual seats scattered around the stadium, just <laughs> one seat in one stand, one block everywhere, yeah. you know. So I just I thought, right, let's go. Put type, uh, tapped in for the the, uh, the south stand, right in the middle, fifty yeah. fifth row, literally nice. behind the goal. It's gonna be gone because you know I don't know if you've ever bought tickets online. Uh, yeah, I suppose the, or anything. The, the circle of death. Yeah, you click on it and then it's like <laughs> that one's gone. You're like, my God, it was available. It's green. Yeah. Why is it not? But it let me have it and I bought it and then so yeah, just said to, said to my wife right, you know, she's like, yeah, go on, you, off, you, off you go. Like you know, you know, it's one of those things where <laughs> yeah. am I allowed? She's yeah. like, yeah, go on, off you go. So uh, because, yeah, am I allowed? Because yeah. I bought the ticket and I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Just, just so you're aware. <laughs> yeah. And this, and this, and I, I think I might have mentioned this in the podcast. Well, we never grow up, blokes. We're like kids. We're like, oh, it's like yep. asking your parents, isn't it? Am I yep. allowed to go? But anyway, so off I went, and um, so got in this. Uh, and do you know what? The first thing that struck me, Sam, because I, yep. like I say, my, my season tickets in the north, so I'd, yeah. I've never entered the stadium from the south before. No. And just 
honestly, mate, walking into the walking into the not into the ground, into just the stat. Like so, you know, yeah. you go through the doors where that's kind of glass wall. Yeah. There's four rows, so obviously you've got the four tiers, and it's mm. all open, so you can kind of almost yeah. see the full tier. So there was just this noise, and it wasn't like you know people talking noise. It was just chanting, and yeah. the atmosphere was insane. Because you imagine there's yeah. seventeen and a half thousand people filling these yeah. four tiers. So there's seventeen and a half thousand people drinking beer and just getting in the mood for it. Well, you know. Yeah, I uh, just one of the things that just hits me about that, which is a really silly thing to hit me. But if anyone's ever gone and watched uh, a lower league team, like uh, just uh, pick any team. Uh, my local teams are the two Bristol sides, um, Bristol Rovers, for example. I went and watched them uh, years ago. They had Ian Holloway back there, and he was a player manager at the time. That's how long ago this was. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really aging myself, you know, Gary Penrice. Anyway, I'm going to stop naming names where people have to Google them. Danny, <laughs> Danny Rose. Um, but I, um, I was there and I was watching them and there's about 10,000 people there. The atmosphere was amazing. The noise, everything was amazing. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm always thinking to myself, there are 17,000 people in that stand. Just in a not, stand. Not the yeah. same. They're in that stand. Yeah, yeah. That has been engineered to project the noise onto the pitch. And I'll I tell you something I did notice on TV the number of times I saw the players just sort of almost like having a glance at each other and just sort of looking up like, oh, wow. Really? Um, really? Delhi, Delhi's song got sang at one point. He did something. Oh, when he had that effort, which to be honest with you was just, if it had gone in, I think the stadium might have broke. I think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he like hit a volley. Um, Rose cut it back. It's the first half and he just launched a foot at it. And it was one of those, you know, he's got all the ability in the world. You, know, you would not have been surprised if it had found the top corner. It went over. But then his song ran out. And they, they zoomed in on him for a second and just you saw him sort of just look up like whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not really it's like it's like being back at White Hart Lane but with an extra forty odd thousand people. <laughs> do you know do you know do you know talking about Deli Ali's song as well? I yeah. always feel a bit awkward because he doesn't like his last name, does he? And no. I always think we need to adjust this song because, like, he's clearly wiped Ali off his name, yeah, right? Yeah. But he's hearing us sing Deli Ali the whole time, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I always, I always feel like we need to change this, otherwise he's he's going to think I need to go to another club because I just don't want to hear my my last <laughs> name being sung anymore. <laughs> yeah, I if he goes to Madrid. I don't think they're going to be singing. We've got Ali, Deli Ali. <laughs> he only cost one hundred and fifty million. Yeah, I was going to say you just don't think you understand. He only cost us half our stadium budget, two hundred and fifty million, and Daniel Levy's laughing, but we've. Got Ali. No, I don't think it does. I don't think that song will follow him because we sure as hell ain't selling him for any bargain price. But exactly. I'm, I'm not sure the MK Dons fans appreciate that song either. <laughs> he yeah, only yeah, cost five mil. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, we've been yeah. mugged off, and you've got yeah. to remind us every single time. Yeah, you've got to remind us every game. <laughs> um, speaking of Delhi, though, I'm. I'm hoping he's okay he looked like he picked up an injury he was really holding his wrist limp um which to me looked like a dislocation which if it is that could be a couple of weeks out which would be an absolute nightmare so i'm hoping it isn't as bad as like perhaps he just caught a whack on it and like a stinger and it had gone dead yeah I, um, I hope, I but it's so. a it's a rugby injury that i'm all too used to so when i saw him holding his hand like that i was like oh no that's really <laughs> that doesn't look good yeah um i, I, I think yeah. um you know, like talking about uh, Deli Ali's injury, yeah. and uh, you know, there was a lot of players that just like well, they they all did. They just they gave everything, Sam. They and did. You know, yeah. And you know, and you know what? Like, 
the the atmosphere was like it, like you know you watched it from television so you heard you heard it and obviously I'm I'm in the stands so or in the south stand so I'm not getting the same benefit I guess as if you was away from it listening in. Yeah. But we they look fantastic. I I was in full voice. I mean I I normally have a this like, I, t- I talk I know like there's been a lot of crit- I don't want to d- make put any any negatives I can but one thing no. I would say is it's almost impossible to get a beer in a south stand you know it's <laughs> absolutely not like I, I turned up uh, um, I, and it's the biggest bar in Europe yeah. by the way <laughs> oh no no that's that, that one the bottom yeah because I was on the full tier they've ah, got yeah. um, they've got so so you've got the big one on the bottom but then as you go up the tiers they have a, a, they call it the tap in and they've got two <laughs> see look I, I'm going to apologise for putting any negativity on it because it's such a like we're all buzzing after last night, but it's just my experience. That's all, you know. Yeah. So, so um, I, I got to the stadium a bit early because, like I said, I got the ticket early. So they'd emailed it to me. And I didn't get a time to print it, print it off. So I was conscious of getting it, getting a paper yeah. copy. So I went to the ticket office, and they were fantastic. The guy behind the behind the counter, brilliant, really helpful. Yeah. Printed the ticket off instantly. Went to the stadium. So I got in there about maybe about ten past seven. So still another fifty minutes. So I've gone up yeah. to the full tier, and they had so. It's like kind of a, a you obviously got the look like the wall like if you imagine you're like you're looking at the state you're looking at the ground but in in the kind of the the concourse bit so you're looking at, yeah. at the stage so you've got the long wall and then obviously you've got the whole the the holes and the stairs that lead up to to the to the stands and then yeah, in, betw- yeah. in between them there's uh, t- two tap ins in each one yeah. but they're they're tiny like this it's like literally like a, maybe a a, a thirty foot. Uh, wide by sort of you know ten foot fifteen mm. foot higher hole in the wall and then you go into that and that's where you buy buy your beer uh, buy your drink and it's the bars kind of to the left hand side of it so you almost have to yeah. queue and then go round an arch but basically oh, you... to, to, to to get to the bit and and I and I I got there at ten past seven I stood in the queue and I'm like I'm I'm not even going to get served before the game kicks off that that's yeah. how that's how many people were in these two tiny yeah, bars you know I I think. That is going to be an initial thing that will gradually balance, I think, because at the moment everyone just wants to get inside the stadium and just do stuff inside the stadium. Yeah, I sure. think within probably you know a few games in the next season, people have a few beers before they arrive. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, it sort sure, of balance sure. it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I can't believe you're being negative, man. We no, I don't. I don't yeah, no, sorry, mate. Do, do you know, I, I, I apologize. Oh, what you are know, you doing? Yeah, People yeah. are listening to this, all like, "Yeah, come on!" And yeah. you just drop the right, let, mood. Let's, yeah. Right, let's let's change it. Right, I'll forget about the, <laughs> not going to get a beer. So I, I walked in, I walked into my, into my seat, <laughs> yeah. and like we we all had carrier bags. Obviously, like I had a white one. I think I was between the D yeah. and the A in there. And honestly, the the, you know you just you know you can feel your skin tingle like you yeah. know because you know you sent me that picture yeah, well, yeah. on the on the four screens it was showing the the us basically oh wow I'd, so yeah, so, yeah so so you and you look down and the players come in like and you know you sound about them noticing the noise as they've walked yeah. out of the tunnel they're glancing right then they're yeah. not you can tell they're focused but they're yeah. glancing and, and it's obviously it reminded me you know obviously the, the podcast we did uh where mickey has talked about the, su- the support for the uh yes mate yeah. he, and he was saying like you know that it, it does make a difference, and and it and and I felt it did. I really felt it did, and um, like you know, I think the thing for me, right? So so you so you look at so we've played two, what you say like Premier or, or two, you know, first team games at the stadium. I know that the, the, yep. the, the Legends game, which, which was more of an event that was almost yeah, like a celebration, yeah, yeah. but the the the, the Palace game. 
their fans were fantastic. I've got to admit, right, their fans were amazing. I mean, I was in the north for that one, so I was just yep. uh, one tier above them, and I couldn't couldn't even hear our fans because they would not shut up for the entire ninety minutes. To their credit, yeah, and they good. they're quite famous for it. The Man City yeah. fans, look, I'm just going to be honest, were pathetic. <laughs> they were absolutely well, pathetic, and and, yeah. and and I get and I get it from the point of view that because. They're, they're a club that have been winning things, like they've been winning titles, winning cups. They almost go into these grounds, and I guess they'd even, to an extent, come to Spurs and expect things, like, you know, like like we'd go to, I don't know, like if we, if we go to Huddersfield away, like, you know, we're yeah. going to expect to win, aren't we, you know? Not, we're not going to... Uh, no. no but, do, do, but do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it's our right to get a win, <laughs> but you kind of think... We're, you know, we, we should do. It's like you know, we're, we're a bigger yeah. club. It's a it's a game yeah. we should be winning. So you kind of yeah. almost kind of not that you don't need they don't need our support, but you're kind of sitting there waiting for it. And, I, and to an extent, I wonder if Man City were like that. But honestly, it was so they were so bad their support, Sam. That on the forty second minute, around about that time, they started ch- uh, singing their Blue Moon song, and then the yeah. entire stadium, I don't know if it was picked up on the state on the on the TV, started yeah. singing. We forgot you that you were here, yeah. and genuinely yeah, that was no. the case. I mean, where did they come from? Yeah, well, no, it did come across. It was actually really funny because it was. um, The thing is, I think possibly because the TV, the the commentator talking so much about the atmosphere and stuff, they I think they've got the atmosphere mics switched right up, you know, or or they were just generally there. Yeah. So every now and again, there'd be a chant, and you'd know if you're a Spurs fan where the chant was going to go. Yeah, sure. Um, so you're kind of waiting for the editor or whatever just to mute the mics, and it'd be it would be funny, you know. Um, (laughs) it's just like I know exactly what's about to get said. You don't want that playing on TV. Well, luckily there was no. Um, Sol Camber ones, so they have to mute no, that. No, no, well, no, he, he doesn't belong in that new stadium, exactly. like, not even a thought. I, I just hope his, uh, his, whichever club he's managing ends up coming there at some point in the FA Cup or something, and we absolutely yeah. smash it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's for no other reason I want to hear, you know, 60,000 people sing that certain song. But, um, <laughs> I yeah, I'm just so blown away. Just the atmosphere and everything, the stadium. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about Sunny for a moment. Then, so when we're talking about the stadium, we're talking about Tottenham. Uh, Mister Tottenham is Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, you know, if someone had said to me, "Who do I want to be the first goal scorer?" I would have said Harry Kane. If someone had said, "Who do I want to be the first Champions League, Premier League goal scorer?" I would have said, "Yeah, Harry," just because he is Mister Tottenham. But if someone had said, right, imagine Harry's got a bad ankle injury, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, again. Um, who would be your second choice? It would have been Sonny. Yeah. Because I don't know why, and this is going to sound so stupid, the bloke brings me joy watching football. And even when he's talking, I'm like sat there grinning like an idiot. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. just, you just tell he is loving every minute of playing for the club. And it means something to him. He works his ass off and he does so much. And for him to be our first ever Premier League goal scorer at the new stadium, our first ever Champions League goal scorer at the new stadium, it's just, he's in our history now. Yes. He's there, you know, no matter what anything else happens and he deserves that. And I just, I can't speak highly enough of it. He is a joy to watch play football and I'm so glad he's with us. A- so glad. Absolutely agree. You, you, you know, in life, if, um, look, we've all got like friends and family that can suck the life out of you, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, and, and, you, yeah. and you kind of, 
you, you just avoid them, don't you? Or just try yep. to minimise your content. But, but conversely... Yeah. We... And, it, and, if, and if you're listening to this and you think, no, none of my friends are family like that, it's you. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but conversely, when you've got someone that is just absolutely positive and just radiates yep. positivity and radiates just that kind of good feeling, then it's the opposite. You just want to... You, you're drawn to them, aren't you? And yeah. Sonny's one of them yeah. people. And I don't know if you saw um, Tottenham Hotspur put a... The official site put a little kind of video on... It, it may have been on Twitter, but I saw it on Instagram. And it was this machine they've got where they were firing balls. Uh, so, did <laughs> yeah. you see it? So, yeah, you had yeah. you had Sonny... It was it was Lorente, Ericsson, Sonny and Gazaniga... And I think yep. Sonny and Gazaniga were a team, weren't they? And you <laughs> yep. could just tell that he's just such an amazing person to be around. Like, he was just yeah. so positive, And he was just to the point where you could see Lorente was like, go away. Like, you're irritating me because you're so yeah, positive. You are, you, are, yeah, you are literally <laughs> smiling yeah, and happy all of the damn there. time. But he, he, um, he just is yeah. like that, isn't he? And he does it like, and, and that's why, you know, you say about him scoring the first Premier League goal, the first Champions League goal. Again, yeah. you know, we don't want to take anything away from Harry because he's Mr. Tottenham. No, but but no, Sonny he just, is. he deserves this, doesn't he? Like, you know. Yeah, Harry is going to hopefully get over this ankle problem. Mm. You know, we're going to talk about that a bit more in a minute. But he is hopefully going to set every goal scoring record for this club. You know, he's going to break them all. Hopefully, he's going to break the Premier League record as well. Harry is cemented as one of the greatest strikers for me on the planet right now, and he will go down as such. That that's just my opinion of Harry Kane. But for Sonny to have this piece of history for me is brilliant. I'm so so happy. Me too. You know, because because it could have been, <laughs> and this is going to sound really disparaging, okay? But it could have been someone who possibly would then leave this summer you know yeah like when you are <laughs> you know well yeah or, you know with the greatest respect to any player and i don't i don't want to name names in a negative way but you could have had someone score the first ever goal to stadium and then leave yeah and it just it would have been a bit oh that's you know sunny ain't going anywhere no, no, <laughs> you know he's yeah. he is so happy he lives in london he's happy all the time yeah. but yeah the, if you ever get a chance to, um there is a spurs tv which not everybody knows about it's like it's just purely online if you ever get a chance to go through their back catalogue on youtube there is probably one of the funniest behind the scenes stupidest videos on there which still cracks me up to this day it must be like two three summers ago the team had gone uh to barcelona uh, pre-season or, or one of those mid-season camps and while they were there a korean fan like wearing a tottenham shirt with sun on the back came up to them and was like over the top so Lloris. Kane, Delhi, Dyer took her to Sonny's hotel room. Oh no way! <laughs> so in like in like midnight, they've gone up to his room, knocking hell out of his door, <laughs> and are videoing it on like the official Spurs TV player cam, laughing their heads off. <laughs> he opens the door, like puts his head around the door, like what the hell do you want? There's Hugo Lloris there, by the way, the responsible captain's like. You know, Sonny, come out and meet a fan. He's like, what? <laughs> There's this girl just absolutely freaking out. I mean, he is, like, beyond a superstar. He's David right? Beckham so, of Critter Yeah, he? so she is just absolutely freaking out. He's, like, putting his head around the door like, are you not serious? You're bringing a fan to my hotel. What the hell? They're all killing themselves, like, the point that the camera's shaking up and down because, obviously, the guy who's holding its shoulders going. Um, yeah, but anyway, he comes out, has a picture with the girl and everything. They're all just like... Yeah, look, Sonny, come out, meet your fans. You've got to be involved. So, yeah, no, I, awesome. I love Sonny. I mean, the guy's smiling. He, even though he's got a look on his face, he's like, what the hell are you doing? Straight away, he's laughing and, you know, 
I, I don't think you could have done that to a couple of the other players. I think if you did that to Yam Ratonga, Yam would have slammed the door in your face. <laughs> get fucked. Um, but yeah, just talking about last night then. So Sonny, as we know, uh, he was just brilliant. Just worked so hard. So the, the one negative really is Harry Kane. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, this is, I think someone said it's his fifth ankle injury in three seasons. That's a worry. Um, and when you look at the two this season, both have happened with him charging after people and chasing down lost causes. Mm. Um, I would never want to take that away from his game, but I think perhaps it's now time for the coaches to talk to him and say, right, you want to close people down, you want to do it, stay on your feet, Harry. Because yeah. <laughs> he needs to manage it. Because this is, yeah. you know, this is now. You want to have a long career, and he is a smart athlete. So Harry will adjust his game. It went the first time he's had to adjust his game, and I think he's going to have to. But I, I'm upset because he's one of the best strikers in the world, and we've got such a massive run in now. We're going to miss him. Uh, there's this growing thing that seems to be this belief. Well, don't worry, we play better without him. Um, no, <laughs> we we play well when Harry's not there because we're a good team and we're a good squad we don't play better without Harry Harry Kane's a world class striker you, you you play differently and you adapt I think people's expectation is our levels drop to the floor without him because you know we're that Harry Kane team in reality they don't and that way people think oh wow we're really good without Kane it's not that we're really good without Kane we're just not awful without him yeah sure I, I, don't, I, I, I agree with you to uh, the point that we, we're not we're not a better team um, yeah. uh, when he's not in the squad but yeah. I will say that I think Sonny is a better player when he's not he's not on the pitch and that's only because I, I feel like Sonny sort of takes that that um, that role doesn't he that more of a forward role yeah. uh, whereas kind of Kane's the main man when he's when he's on the pitch rightly so as well but uh, look I, I'd, I'd rather I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to be one of these people that says I'd. You know, we look at that. We we lost. You know, we lost four or five. Go- we got one point from five games as soon as Harry was back. So he shouldn't be in the team. Don't get me wrong. That's. I don't agree with that. You know, I, I'd rather see Harry yeah. in the in the in the first eleven than not. But I. I, I for, for for me, I think having Sonny, and the you know he he, he his accuracy is, is 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 scary. I mean, like he he. Um, Obviously, he scored the goal, and then after about five minutes later, he sort of do you remember he ballooned that shot, sort of yeah. mile over the crossbar, and we all looked yeah. at each other and we're like, "We'll let him off that. We'll let him off." Yeah. And yeah. and and I, and I always, my mind always goes back to that goal, and I'm going to struggle to think of the team we played now when we we beat them. Was it three one or three nil? And he kind of rounded the goalkeeper, and he kind yeah. of was going wider and wider. Do you remember? You'll, you'll probably know yeah, this, but yeah, and and he sort yeah, of just yeah, yeah. with unnerve, unnerving accuracy, just knocked it in the gut. You know, his his accuracy is yeah, fantastic. Um, he, he is, he is incredible. I mean, the debate over whether Son is a better player is interesting. I can never make my mind up on that because the perception watching is one hundred percent. He looks a better player when we're playing a system without Kane in the team. And do you know what my mind goes back to is when we had four strikers, and I think we had Defoe, Robbie Keane, uh, Pavlichenko, and Crouch. Mm-hmm. I think that was the four, and apologies if I'm getting this wrong, but we, we always, around that time, had four strikers. Yeah. And Peter Crouch was not the best striker of those four. In fact, if you were probably lining up the four and saying which is the best striker, he was probably fourth. Yeah. Um... But 
when he played, other players looked better. Does that make yeah, sense? No, I, get, I, get I, I know. Saying, yeah. um, like uh, other players were brought into the game and stuff. And when Kane is on the pitch, our focal point is him. Yes. So if we go long, Kane's the one to get it. If we do this, we do that. But Sonny and Delhi run off him. And, you know, we score... I think someone shared last night, and I apologise, I should have wrote this down, but someone shared we've scored as many with Kane as we have without. Mm. Um, and Sonny and Delhi score as many with Kane as they do without him. So the kind of perception in my mind, which is they lift their games and they take on... That's different, but I'll tell you the one player who I, at the moment, he isn't my favourite player just because I think he's a bit not with us, but we'll see, um, is Christian Eriksen. He's the one player who, when Kane's not there, scores. Yeah. yeah. So so Eriksen doesn't really score a lot of goals, does get assists, like, you know, he's assisted every goal in our new stadium so far, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah, and he isn't shy about saying that, <laughs> um, with a big grin on his face, but he, he when Kane's not there, Eriksson scores. So he is someone. So Eriksson obviously takes that on himself of like, right, Kane's not here. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, with the other, with Delhi and Son, who in my mind, from perception of just watching games, you know, I, I don't go into deep stat analysis. I know a lot of people go really into like the XG stats, and you know, well, so and so ran four point six kilometers today, <laughs> whereas so and so only ran four point five. And I'm like, oh, really? Damn! <laughs> I, saw, I saw him at a good clearance once. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard him shout man on, so for me, he's a top defender. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not into that deep stuff, but I do, I, you know, some of it is just really clever. So I kind of glance at it and go, oh, that's interesting. Mm. But my perception watching Sonny and Delhi score loads when Kane's not in yeah. the team. But no, I was wrong. Yeah. They, 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 they do as much for both. So I, I just think we change our system. We don't do that hit a focal man we don't do that thing and if we do bring Lorente on Lorente's game is all about bringing others into play Absolutely. whereas Kane will bring it down and you know hit one yeah, from 43 sure. yeah. yards yeah. Lorente will try and flick it on he will try and bring it down and hit a pass um, which, which Kane does as well oh, God, I sound like I'm being disparaging about him I love the guy no yeah, you, but, you, you, yeah. yeah I, I agree with you Sam I completely agree like look there's no getting away from the fact that you know Harry Kane is he's a, he's a world he's a world class striker. You know, is, and, and yeah. we'd rather have him on the pitch than not. And 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 I guess probably what I'm trying to do is like, obviously it looks like Kane's going to be out for the rest of the season now. And and I, I I'm just I don't I, I although well, we've lost our world class striker, I don't feel as gutted as maybe I should do because of no, because I, of Sonny and and you know I I believe I believe in this team and this squad that they have got the players now very very quickly. Um, here is an update on Harry Kane. Um, a message I had a little bit earlier. Now I'm going to sound like a real pretentious arse right now, but I have a friend who knows a friend, knows a guy. I have a guy who knows a guy. Okay. Um, swelling already gone down enough that the scan can be done tomorrow. So there you go. Yeah. Um, it looks yeah, like he's out I, for the rest of the season, doesn't it? If this is going to again sound mental, okay. If it was me, I would be wanting him to almost have a forced break. Yeah, I agree. Remember when yeah. we remember when we came into this season, me and you talked about the fact that in the last five seasons he's had one summer off. He played the under twenty one tournament, he did the Euros, he did uh, the World Cup. Um 
Well, he had, he had two days off in the summer, Sam, didn't he? Yeah, I know. That was it. He, he finished the World Cup and then he was back. Back on the Monday. Yeah. Pochettino was there going, no, yeah. go home. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm just going to do some light work. No, go home. I remember everyone was laughing about that, but the guy, he's just almost like, do you know what, Harry? You've done amazing for us, for England this season. Mate, rest up, get better, because we're going to need you again. You know, next summer is the bloody Euros. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so let's let's just you know seriously rest up, dude. I um, if he if he is out for the rest of the season, and please, Lord, someone at the club say to him, which means you're out for the summer Nations League as well, Harry. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you, there is no. Oh, I'll get back for that. Don't you worry, and then end up ripping yourself up for a preseason. You rest up. Maybe it needs an operation, which he's been putting off. I don't know, mm. but I just hope that people are in his ear with him, just saying, "Harry, two young kids, lovely wife, have an early break." Yeah, mate. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need it. Yeah. Um, just, just rest because we we want you for the next six, seven, eight seasons, or whatever many seasons you've got. You know, don't let your career go this way. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can, so yeah, yeah, so I mean, I think that's enough on that. But just talking about the players, then um, let's start with the goalkeeper Hugo Lloris. Oh, Going into the game, yeah. I did a Facebook post. Here's the team. One of the comments on that post was Gazaniga should be starting. Right. Now I replied saying, and it, bear in mind, this is my reply. My reply was the World Cup winning captain and our captain first choice goalkeeper is not going to get dropped for a Champions League quarterfinal generally and then I did completely say on this and this is genuine so let's all just hope he has one of his good days because this season he's been inconsistent yeah, Okay, there's, there's no hiding from that yeah. he has been we talked about it last week um, uh, Hugo Lloris for all of us as fans when it comes to saving penalties, we kind of go, okay, penalty to them, 1-0. Never mind, right, come on, let's just get on with it, because, you know, Hugo ain't going to save it. He's saved three in a row now. I was trying to think, because he's, he's, he's saved from, obviously, now Aguero, Aubameyang. Yeah. What was the first one? I'm, yeah. What was the first save? Um, I, I can't remember. I, I was, he is I was, three. He yeah. is, we've had three penalties against us in 2019, and he's saved all three. Um, people were sharing that last night. Um, so... Just, just because I was blown away by that save alone, um, he did. He didn't have a massive amount, you know. Man City didn't pepper our goal like I feared they would, but everything he did was very solid, very controlled. He had one time where he parried a shot, but Alderweireld was there just to dink it away. You know, it wasn't like parrying it into his feet like the Liverpool game. He, you know, he parried it well. I thought he had a really great game and looked like the goalkeeper we've all known for years. You know, these are the games where you look at him and go, why are we even debating replacing yeah, this guy? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this season, you know, the next game, we could see something and we could all go, oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but but on last night, just purely focusing on that, I thought he was great. He's, he's, he's not only... I mean, they only had two shots on target all game, but yeah. his distribution was fantastic as well. Like, you know, we're talking about yeah, Lorente. what was that about? Like, when Lorente came on, hit Lorente every time and just was, yeah, fantastic distribution, you know? Really had a... Yeah. He just had an all-round fantastic... They, they all did. They all had a fantastic game. Every single one of them to a man yeah. just absolutely deserved, like, the result. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's great. And 
go through. Now, I've been quite harsh on Trippier this season. I thought he's had a really bad year. Um, I wrote a blog post and I even said we should be considering getting rid of him. I think our fullbacks need replacing. I'm going to stand by that. I, I will because I said it. Um, I got ripped apart by somebody who said that Trippier has been excellent all year. How dare I? I, I disagree with that person. Opinion. Immensely disagree. But it's an opinion. Fair yeah. enough. Um, but I thought he was great last night. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked. Um, and that this sounds such an asshole thing to say, but when I saw Sterling up against him, I think in the opening minute, Sterling just danced past him, and I thought, this is going to be a long-ass night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he did everything that I'd expect the fullback who knows he's not fast enough to do. He stayed off of him, you know, a metre off him all the time. So Sterling always had a choice. He could run, uh, try and go past him one way or the other way. But because he couldn't just dink it past him because he got tight and sprint, leaving Trippier with two choices. One, basically call a taxi because he was out of position. Or two, bring him down and get booked Mm. slash sent off. He managed to just keep that distance. And Toby, for me, was out of this world Mm -hmm. last night. His positioning, his his judgment on when to go with Kieran to stop people on the right or to stay in position uh, is second to none. His... His experience, etc., is just awesome. Him and Jan together, they played together since they were kids. And in games like this, you can really tell. The, the pair of them seem to know what each other's going to do. The the clearances, just their positioning, the backing each other up, supporting each other, the communication. Uh, I think Danny Rose had one of his best games of the season. Fantastic, fantastic. Honestly, yeah. he just worked. He, he honestly he just did not stop running. Yeah. Like yeah. he just ran himself to the ground. But he did. Had a he really did because by the end he looked. Dead. Yeah, but he had a fantastic what, game. What um? What are you? What's your opinion? Have you seen the VAR penalty decision now? The, yeah, see this. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned this because um, it's one of those things. VAR. It's one of those things yeah. on television is fantastic. If you're watching at home and no, you're seeing, I don't know. <laughs> well. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you're, 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 like, so at half time, uh, they had BT Sport on in in all the TVs in the concourse. So I got to watch yeah. the replay. I couldn't hear it, but I could see Gary Lineker talking about it yeah. and everything. But when you're in that stadium, you don't see anything, right? So we're sitting there or standing there, and then obviously they get a corner, and then suddenly out yeah. of nowhere, it's like everything stops. Hang on, yeah. hang on, what's going on? And then suddenly yeah. you look up the big screen, it just says VAR penalty decision. What? Yeah. And like my our first, yeah. we was all saying, no one's appealed for this penalty. What the hell is going no. on? No one's put their arms up. No. Where no. has this penalty came from? And then so we've he's gone to the middle of the pitch, and we're like, obviously he's going to realise it's no penalty. And then he come back and give it, and it was yeah. anger, real anger, because well, and, trust and, me, and we heard it. <laughs> and, and then and then when you see like at half time, I'm looking at the screen, and, I, and again I don't know what the what the comment, what the um, Gatlinicker and uh, Lescott and all that would say him, but yeah. for me, it looked like it, it, he had his arm up, right? But as the yeah. ball's striking him, he's, he's, he's not put his arm up to, to stop no. the ball. It's because he's no. diving. Like you, you yeah. can't. Like who dives right with their arms straight down? It's not natural. Well, well, you can't. You break. Your you, neck yeah, you need. You need your. <laughs> you need your arms to balance yourself as you're going down. Yeah. And as the ball strikes him, it gets him. Yeah. Like near his near his, his his chest. Well, you you have just said basically exactly what everybody in that studio said, Lescott included, who just think it is bonkers. But they had a referee who was there. To like... Oh, I seen with a book in his hand, but I couldn't see. I hear now, what you're saying. That, to be honest with you, mate, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know if he's a former ref. I don't know if he's a current ref. 
I, I genuinely don't have a clue who he is. But by the end of the night last night, I'd have taken that book and smashed him <laughs> over the head with it because I've never seen someone talk so much crap. What was he saying? I Right, so about that decision, this is the thing on this, right? They have changed the handball rule. And by the letter of the law, that decision was correct last night, okay? So by the letter of the law now, that is correct. Now, I don't agree with it. I think it's madness. If Danny Rose had gone the ground and his arm had lifted into an unnatural position and the ball had struck it, to me, handball. He cannot do anything about his hands doing what he's doing. So what are they saying? They don't want players to do that? They want players, defenders, to try and defend? I, I don't know where that's going, but that is the rule. So by the letter of the law... It was a penalty. What Gary Lineker, once he said, okay, I don't agree with it, but okay, if that's the letter of the law, can you explain to me how this is a clear and obvious thing? Because we're told VAR, if all of Man City had appealed for a penalty and the referee had gone, didn't see anything, VAR, can you check that? He said, I can kind of get my head around it. But what happened is VAR interrupted the game to say to the referee, you've missed a handball here. Man City didn't know. You know, they were like, okay, you know, because it happens so fast. Even in real time watching it on a replay, I don't see it hit his hand. It's only when you proper zoom in, slow it down, you see that it's on. It just looked like it hit him and flew over the bar. And the guy who hit it, you know, normally if one player is going to appeal for a handball, it's that guy who hits the shot. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, ah, bloody hell, right, come on, corner. Man City were getting on with the game, and then it all stopped. It, just weird, weird thing. But by the letter of the law, that was it. Now, there was another incident in the game, which was uh, a player from Man City elbowed Harry Kane in the back of the head. Now, this bloke had it put to him by Gary, and Rio Ferdinand mostly uh, said to him, how is VAR not involved in that? How does the VAR see a handball that nobody else saw and give that decision? How does he see a guy elbow someone in the back of the head and not get in the referee's ear and go, oh, you've missed something. Yeah, yeah. Come and have a look at this. This is a red card. Yeah. And his response was, oh, there's nothing in that. That's all part of the game. Oh, my God. Now... When they jumped up and they landed, if he'd landed on him and caught him with an elbow, I'd have gone, he meant to do that, but I can see the argument of that's just physicality. The fact that he landed and then actually deliberately elbowed him in the back of the head. That was Fernandino, wasn't it? Then, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So he's actually done him um, and then and then what? So that, apparently, according to this refereeing expert, is part of the game. I mean, the studio mocked him. We're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think I think Rio just was just like, no, that is just ridiculous. Um, and it is. The, the fact that he says, oh, the referee saw it so and told him just to get on with it, so VAR, VAR had no point in this. So how about all the times that the referee sees a penalty and is like, no, no penalty, then VAR goes, well, I think you should go and look at it again. Mm. Well, with this situation, to me, that's a red card. You can't if if a player gets sent off for raising a hand to an opponent, not like throwing a punch, yeah. <laughs> raising a hand, then elbowing someone in the back of the head to send them off. That's I'm sorry, I I can't get my head around what VAR is right now. I like if it's if it's for these decisions that are missed or errors, I get it. If it's for Whenever the hell they think or want, I'm I'm lost with it completely. Yeah, it, it, it's it's obviously still in, in its infancy at the moment, but yeah. it's I just don't think it's it's working at the moment in the way it's 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 sort of um, 
you know put in put into the game it's not it's not working it's not like no. I, I don't i don't think that like like i say like i i, I VAR has got its massive problems at the moment but it, it with VAR if you're watching it on television it's much it's a, a, i'd suggest a better experience than if you're in the stands because if you're in the stands VAR, VAR is nothing but frustrating and like here's another example right when the, when sunny scored his goal right we went absolutely yeah mental as you can imagine yeah. right yeah. just losing the plot just like you know say cuddling strangers I've just met and and, and then had that moment of panic right because we've all stopped right we've all calmed down yeah. and then suddenly we look to our left VAR uh, decision yeah. and we're like what hang on a second and if yeah. that hadn't been given can you imagine yeah. what that would have done to the to the to the, to the, to the oh, atmosphere it's, it, it, it would have made it, was... it so toxic wouldn't it I mean, the commentator tried to um, basically tried to say, oh, you know, in that good, we got two goal celebrations. And I'm like, no, no, that's not, no, that's not good. Yeah, something needs to be done because at the moment, I think someone said last night, um, uh, you know, not at the stadium, but at home, he's like, I didn't celebrate a goal. That was the biggest goal possibly we've ever scored. Yeah. At our new stadium because I was waiting for a VR decision, and when it came, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want that, like, do you? You, you, you don't no, want that. In the game. You want because, because you want celebration. Look, I, I, I look, my, just my personal opinion. I got no, no, I don't want to sort of any disrespect towards this guy, but I, I do question his kind of uh, his support if he's just not going mental because that's just your instant reaction, right? So your instant reaction is just to go mental. The ball goes in the back of the net, you're just going berserk, right? You're watching celebrate. Well, if you're but, if you're at the ground, yeah, I completely right, yeah, get yeah. that. But I'm but I'm at home, and I'll tell you right now, I genuinely didn't celebrate because I thought the ball had gone over the line. Yeah, so 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 I thought it's about to get ruled out. Yeah, well, so, so I, I understand that, right? But what what I'm saying is that. Um, as like if this VAR is the same, if it stays the same, right? A couple of yeah. I, I say a season, a couple of seasons down the line, that's how we're all going to be. You're literally going to yep. watch a goal go in, and you're not going to celebrate because and you're going to wait. Yeah, exactly, and and, yeah. and that is that that's just that's heartbreaking, isn't it? It is. It is crap, and that's that's what I worry about because I don't have a problem with technology in sport at all. I mean, like I've I've said a million times, I'm from a rugby background, which has had technology involved in it for years. Uh, it's not perfect, but it is. It has made the game better. Um, when it comes to this, I still don't. I, I'm not convinced by it at all. But and, but the main reason I'm not convinced by it is because I don't think I've seen two games with VAR being used where it seemed to be being used the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all seen VAR at the World Cup and stuff. We've um, disapp- like stuff was done like sending offs, yellow cards, and things like they were picking up on bits. And then we're now in the Champions League and VAR is being used and you've got a situation, like I said, with this elbow. Nothing. That's all part of the game. That's all crap. Um, Physicality between the two of them, part of the game. Deliberately cracking someone in the head, not part of the game. I don't know what planet that guy was on. But anyway, I, I could rant about that. Well, I won't. The, the, the thing is, Sam, like the, 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 this is the problem, right? So VAR, it was brought in, wasn't it? As far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm aware, it was to get rid of the ambiguity in the game. So, like you know, yeah. if you if you, there's there's decisions that we're not sure about, the referee's not sure if he's seen it. 
this is here to make sure the correct decision is made all yeah. the time. But it's yeah. just making it worse. It's it it's, is, it's making yeah. it more ambiguous, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. it's just they all saying the camera never lies, right? The camera doesn't lie. You know, you, what you see on no. the camera is what. But it's just it's the problem is it's the interpretation and and, and the interpretation the human interpretation is there. If there's if there's a camera there or if there's not a camera there, there'll always be human interpretation. Like if if there was a robot that was saying this is a penalty, this isn't a penalty, yeah. then okay, that there's there's a re- there's a reason why VAR is, is there. But no matter if it ref, you know, no, no matter what, what's on your TV screen or what the referee's seeing in real life, he look it, it's always open to interpretation. Now that wasn't that wasn't a penalty. Like there's no other way Danny Rose could have gone down without without breaking his neck. You know, he he, no. he had to die that way. So it's it's hundred percent not a penalty. But the referees interpret interpret it as a penalty. And and the, and the problem by bringing that that camera in is that you're seeing it like you're like you said earlier. You're seeing it in super slow motion and. And then, but when it was being when it was being played at real time, not one person in the entire stadium, including the the referee, the person who took the who took the the, ref, the Man City player who struck struck the ball, not one person thought that was a penalty. It's only no. because some people in a in a room somewhere looking at a camera, seeing the ball struck his his arm, and that's where it all came from. It, it wasn't a penalty, and it, 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 at the moment, VAR is making it more ambiguous. It's making it more more kind well, of it's making it more open for interpretation. You know, it's all it's making it worse, isn't it? You know, and I, I don't no, I mean, agree with I, you at the moment. No, I, I, I think the thing with it is, I, if a on-field referee makes a mistake, I think all of us were kind of that's aggravating, it's annoying, it cost us. But they are human; it happened really fast. I think all of us can make allowances a little bit when you've got VAR brought into it as well, and you're looking at stuff and you're thinking. Well, hang on a minute. You've seen fourteen bloody replays of this, yeah. and we're still arguing about it. Yeah. What? Where's the improvement? Where? Yeah. Where's the kind of you're still going down on a human opinion? But uh, to be honest, with you mate, we we could VAR. Yeah, that's sorry, mate. Whole, yeah, let's... Like, a massive, <laughs> massive thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, going for the team. I thought Sissoko was immense. Yep. I thought Winks was brilliant. I thought yeah. Wanyama looked good when he came on for the first time this season. He's come on and looked like his old self. He, um, he did. He won the ball back like three times in like ten minute cameo. It was great. He looks. He looks solid. I, I, I want to yeah. make a special mention of Winks and Sissoko. They. They. Th- th- yeah. Those two. Um, like Winks, when we had our bad run of form, Winks was out injured, yeah. wasn't he? But yeah, but you, yeah. I, I think at the moment Winks and Sissoko in the midfield is just a fantastic combination for us. Mental, Winks Winks is he's like a he's like our new Dembele, I think. You know, he's not yeah. he's not got Dembele's physical presence, no. but he just he's that folk. Winks is that focal point, and and I think you mentioned it in the last podcast where it, this is myth about him passing back only passing backwards. Yeah, he's yeah. not like that. He, he's no. he's the focal point. You get it to Winks, and then he spreads the ball out. He's he's creating yeah. things. And Sizoko, I just love the guy. <laughs> I just love him honestly. I, I, oh, I just want to give him a big hug. Like I, I he, he's fantastic. He just he he is. Like, I tell you what, it's you know what it feels like for me. It's like Dembele's gone, and we've got half yeah. and half. Like we've got. Yeah. Dembele's physicality in in Dem, in uh, Sizoko, and we've got Dembele's yeah. creativity in Winks, and them two yeah. are like a like a like you put them together, and that is Dembele. Like we's like yeah, not not far wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, they're just I love I love them. So they're just fantastic, and seeing those two in the first eleven just makes me cut. like uh, for me. I, I always there's two things I look for: the Fab Four, and then them two. And I think you've got that. Yeah. Then you know we're 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 there almost. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think Delhi was great. Um, yep. Ericsson, I thought, was in and out, but that's just he's, me. I, I think I'm a bit jaded on him at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it's really... With Ericsson, like, he, he, his dead balls is just gone... It's it's just bizarre. He's cannot. It's yeah. like he. I'm a. I think I'm a better free kick taker than, taker than Ericsson now. Yeah. Genuinely, I don't know what he's doing. What, what's going on? And the second half. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I'm at that ground, right, I'm 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 trying to be nothing but supportive. Every time a song was yeah. sung, every time you heard that self same singing, one of those voices was me every single yeah. time. But someone we had a corner in the second half, and someone got their camera phone out. He's like, I'm going to record this goal, and I was like, mate, Ericsson's taken the corner. We're not going to beat the first man. He was like, yeah, little faith. Took the corner. First man headed it away, and I was like, "Look, I'm just being real, mate. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. I don't want to be negative. It's just, it's shocking how bad he is at at dead ball situations, and it's. I don't don't know where it's come because he's such a great player. But like you say, every assist he's had so far at the new stadium has been his. But but I I just, his dead ball is is just appalling. He's, 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 he he cannot seem to beat the first man at at a corner, and his free kicks hit the wall every time. Yeah, it's I don't know. Must I don't know, confidence? I have no idea. It's it's almost like he needs he needs to bend one top corner, and all of a sudden they'll all just start. Yeah, flooding, coming back you know? again. Yeah, it's like probably you know yeah. with golf golf players when they just yeah. what they call yeah. it. There's a word, isn't it? When they just cannot hit the ball and they've gone from like being fantastic golfers to like just <laughs> completely uh, t- shocking. Tiger Woods divorce syndrome. Yeah, I think it is. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mate, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't wax lyrical enough. Um, I think Pochettino got the tactics right. One of the things that kept getting said in commentary, by the way, and I, I think it's a real obvious thing, and I don't know why they kept saying it. They kept going on about, oh, this isn't the Man City we're used to. You know, they're not. They're not pressing Tottenham anywhere near as high. Here's the thing. I'm going to be fair here. Man City played what two, three days ago. Yeah. I know they changed their squad up. They got a massive squad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but a lot of the players were the same players. Of course, they're not going to come here when we've had six days off and they've had two yeah. and are going to try and play a high-pressing game at, at our ground because in their mind, they're thinking, right, we'll, we'll, we're going to score. We yeah, score goals. Yeah. We are a great side. Um, you know, Tottenham aren't defensively anywhere near as good as they were. So let's just, you know, there's no need to press them because we're going to find... Now, as the game wore on, they, they sort of got into that press a bit more. They made substitutions and, and tried the presses higher up. But the, the the commentator just kept going on about it. And I just kept thinking, well, be fair, mate. You know, they're, they've played a couple of days ago. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and we've had time off. So, of course, we're going to be that yard sharper. But also, we, we didn't let them. No. You know, we didn't let them settle into their rhythm. So, Soko and Winks... I mean, that Man City midfield must be having nightmares about them too yeah. because any time they had the ball, their, their ankles were getting kicked, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because absolutely. the pair of them yeah. were just around them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we kept winning the ball back. We Or if we didn't win it back, we at least slowed them down to the point that they just couldn't pick those through balls. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the performance was great. I think tactically it was great. I think Pochettino is starting to really... Um, find his way of setting us up against teams. I think when people saw the back four, everyone was a bit like, oh, we're, we're really going to go for this. But I think in his mind, he just thought, we're not going to get overrun in midfield. No. You know, there's yeah. no way I'm going to let that happen. Because mm. um, if you let Man City, Liverpool teams like that dominate midfield, you're done. Yeah. And I think 
you know, we always forget. I think the manager's learning all the time I th- as well. I, th- I think he learned from the Liverpool game because you know mm. he, he played he played uh, the three centre backs in the first half, didn't he? And he swapped it to the yeah, two in the second, work, yeah. and, and when he swapped it, we we played better, didn't we? So yeah, he, he's, yeah, learned. He did. he's learned. He's le- he's learned his lesson, hasn't he? And, and look, you yeah. know, he's, he's been manager. He's been a manager for a long time. He's been manager for a few years, but it's one of those kind of very sort of short term learns, and and I think it's it's worked, you know. But you know, talking about yeah. Man City with their uh, their squ- squ- squad depth and their substitutions, <laughs> when when they can bring yeah. on. Mar- Mane, Jesus, and De Bruyne, you know yep. they're a massive team, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, those yeah, those three was... would be in the the first eleven of any squad, I think, in in the world. Like you know, they're I the three subs. About, for about two hundred million pounds worth of players, it's insane. That they brought off the bench, it's insane, isn't it? and I think our first eleven cost that. <laughs> they're substitutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, we're, I'm just I'm just looking at it, thinking this is. This is mad. Yeah. This situation where we find ourselves in, and we are competing against these teams both domestically and in Europe. You know, uh, we we can't. <laughs> it is not sustainable. No, no, <laughs> we need right. we need to invest yeah. in this team, please, Mister Lewis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you're a big fan and a listener. Please, <laughs> yeah, please. he's a great yeah. fan of me. He keeps putting comments yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on, on his on his yacht, mate. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he's he's kicking back right now. Probably setting sail off to Monaco. I put the Spurs um, news podcast on on my way. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's just just listening in, thinking, yeah, they're right, guys. Let, let, let me liquidate a few of my assets and invest in a team. Oh, if only. If I'd won Euro Millions last night, I'd have bought us a player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'd, have gone to, I'd have gone to Daniel. Daniel, I've got 50 million quid. Let's sign somebody. I'm not I'm not giving it you just to spend. Yeah, yeah. We're going to sign a player with it, all right? Yeah, exactly, it's, yeah. it's, it's a gift from me to the club, but oh, it gets goes on a player. If only, yeah, if only. Uh, no, he, he talked me into a cheese room. I know he would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'd be like, I've got a better way of spending that 50 million. <laughs> come, up, come up to the cheese lounge. <laughs> Formerly known as the Skywalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, top man. Um, but mate, I, I, I think I mean this podcast is just purely. I'm, I'm smiling. Uh, Tottenham yeah. put a smile on my face. Too, um, I would never have predicted us uh, reaching the quarterfinals this season. Not, not being disparaging, just without any signings, with the fitness of the team. The, the, you know the way we were stuttering. You know up and down. It hasn't been our best season. There's no two ways about it. We've been better the last couple of years, and the, just the team generally are fighting. And I think as fans, all we can ask for on these occasions is the team put in everything. And for me, watching that last night, uh, to a man, they fought. And I agree. I, I mean, I can't stop. Yeah, can't stop smiling. A full-on sunny, beaming smile. We beat. We're you know we're one nil up in the Champions League quarter-final. Uh, it's going to be a really tough game. I'm not saying we're going through. You know, I'm not. Uh, it's going to be a really tough game at their place. But we we got as good a chance keeping a clean sheet. You know, if we if that game last night had been nil nil, we'd have all been really happy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. to win the game one nil, it's fantastic. And we now need to you know refocus because I think Pep Guardiola afterwards they were like, oh, you know, what are you going to do in the second leg? And he was like, well, no, forget that. We got a Premier League game coming up. Yeah. And we got to do the same yep. Yep. <laughs> because, um, you know, our, our position, this amazing tournament that we're in, we want to be in it again next year. Absolutely. So yeah. we need to get back focused. Uh, and it is really easy to have this kind of after the Lord Mayor show yeah. um, drop off and we can't let it. We, we need to really kick on and, and win our next league game as well. Um, no, I completely agree. Do you know, just a, yeah. just a couple of points before, before we sort of uh, yeah, wrap yeah. up on it. You, you said at the beginning that, 
although it was men's, you know, it's Manchester City, and you would have liked like a, a, a say, European yeah. team. It did yeah. feel like a European night. It like it, it, yeah, it felt good. it felt like I know we're playing an English club in, in Manchester, but you know, obviously the Champions League music and everything. It, it, it felt it felt special. It felt you know, it's one of those things you can't explain what. Well, I guess you could if you really thought about it, but you know, it just. It felt magical, like, and I know obviously the result helped and the performance, but the the whole thing just felt like it felt like a proper European night at the, the lane. You know, it really did. Yeah. And the second thing I wanted to say, which made it even sweeter, uh, the, the 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 game was Carl Walker had a poor game. <laughs> he really did, you know. And I, yeah. I, I don't I don't want to kind of like dwell on ex ex players, but it was funny because he was kind of obviously with you know at some points him and Danny Rose were like you know there was tackles funny, but he had a, for for me I don't know. What look on TV but he, he didn't have a great game he's misplacing passes he had that no. swan dive that way he tried to get a free kick I don't know if he, he caught that and it was just yeah. embarrassing you know and it and it, it, it just felt that you know that Man City they've got this wealth of riches and they, they bought him off us for 50 million but it, I mean I know you, what you're saying about this I, I, there was a stat wasn't there about this, how much this, this squad, our squad cost I think it's about yeah, 100 yeah, million yeah. wasn't it and yeah, that yeah, just not... shows you you can spend as much money as you like on players what what the, the spirit we had and the and yeah. the effort we put in and how much they our players wanted it that was what won us that game last night I think no I agree one hundred percent yeah man I mean that's it uh, we're done um, big thank you to everybody for listening I hope you enjoyed it um, I'm sure like us you just wanted to relive every single minute at the moment and bask in the glory. Um, we will be back again next week uh, obviously then talking Premier League again and fingers crossed the glory continues um, we are the only team to be unbeaten at their home stadium uh, for what three years now unbeaten at our home stadium so that's a stat to tell everyone and watch them cringe <laughs> but yeah uh, thanks mate thanks for joining me uh, big thank you to everybody for listening we'll be back next week take care mate Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs. And remember, to dare is to do.